Mary had a little man We believe that all men are created equal. The magnificent mosaic that is America. A radio beacon, two radio beacons. Change червона калина похилилася. Чогось наша славна Україна зажурилася, а ми тую червону калину піднімемо, а ми нашу славну Україну гей-гей розвеселимо. Мою лузі червона калина That, that song is addicting. Oh, my God. You go, Ukraine. You go. So, I, I, you know, that song is so addicting. I can't even tell you. I, I sing it all the time now. It's uh, crazy. There's about a billion versions of it. And this is what the reaction of ordinary Ukrainians is and will be. They sing. They're defiant. They build. They fight. They dig, they cook for each other. I mean, it is just, it's an amazing. And what does Russia do? What do they do? They lie, they destroy, they kill, they starve, they torture, they rape. I mean, it's just like, uh, it's night and day. It's at, And the Russian Orthodox Church. This is what kills me because yesterday was Easter. Not that you would know it in the United States. We're very busy killing each other here. Wow. Yeah, and the dead people in the shootings in, in South Carolina and the shootings in Pittsburgh and the shootings over the weekend, uh, they're not coming back in three days. They're not. But the Russian Orthodox Church is so loyal to Vlad the Impaler that they actually took a side, which is so fascinating because the Ukrainians are also Russian Orthodox if they are Christians for the most part. Uh, and the Russian Orthodox Church said Russia is doing the right thing with their raping and their torturing and their killing and their terrorizing and their destroying and their lying. So there you have it, the value of the Russian Orthodox Church in uh, less than a minute. There you have it. It's just, it's very sick and it's very twisted. But all of a sudden today, uh, the Russians decided that they would bomb Lviv, which is, as you know, 
in the West, right? They're, 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 oh, somebody told me to get Velcro for, uh, for Ruth Bader. She's right. Was an email I got. She said, please get some Velcro for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I will. Anyway, uh, the Russians decided that they wanted to terrorize all of Ukraine, even though they're focused on the Donbass region. They're focused on destroying the eastern portion of Ukraine. So today they decided, well, we just want to send a message that no one is safe from our terror. No one is safe from our bombs. No one is safe from our missiles. And so they launched a few missiles into western Ukraine, into Lviv, which is where people in the east were fleeing to, and either they stayed in Lviv or they fled into Poland or, God forbid, it would happen, that they would end up in Moldova. There's this place called Transnistria, which is a Russian, unrecognized Russian territory. Because I've explained this to you. The Russians, they take the eastern portion of any country that they so desire, that they want to own, that they want to steal, that they want back. And they just, uh, you know, conquer it. They, they bomb it. They kill people. Uh, they make sure there's no insurgency by killing everybody. See, that's the problem, right? Holding it holding it from patriotic people like the Ukrainians. How in the world was Russia going to hold that territory even if they were able to take it? Well, looks like Putin solved that uh, dilemma by saying, we'll just kill everybody. We'll kill everybody. Men, women, children, babies, elderly. We don't care. We don't care. We're going to kill each and everybody. Because when we want what we want, we're going to take it. Now, what's interesting is uh, that Bill Browder was interviewed this weekend. And you know, Bill Browder's been on this show too. Bill Browder, who is responsible for the Magnitsky Acts, which is a, um, an act against, you know, killing your lawyer. Actually, it's sanctions. It's sanctions on Russia for poisoning people, for killing people in their custody, for you know, uh, uh, Vlad, for Vlad going out and doing, uh, you know, uh, murders, murders to protect himself. And so Bill Browder was asked, what is this war really all about at this point? I mean, what is it that's moving Vlad? Now, I will tell you over the weekend, you know, we had Passover Seder and stuff like that. And uh, one of the younger ones, one of the, you know, because we have all ages. I mean, we go from uh, babies. We had, uh, you know, the youngest was less than two. Uh, all the way to the senile, you know, like Loretta, all the way, all the way through, right? And so one of the 20-somethings, I'll just say, she said, I know why this is happening. And I said, oh, yeah, why? And she said, it's money. <laughs> if this was money, Putin would not do it because Putin's money is being frozen all over the world. No, that's not why. Putin is doing it because he stole so much. His people were getting hip to him. His people were on to him, to the fact that him and his freaking mob, you know, uh, uh, capos had stolen about a trillion dollars from the Russian people. And each and every time Putin starts a war or starts an invasion or takes Chechnya or Crimea or Luhansk or, uh, you know, uh, Donetsk, uh, the people in Russia rally around him. You know, they rally around the flag, which is Vlad. And Bill Browder agrees with me. I think Putin has always been the same man. <clears throat> what he's doing right now is responding to things that he sees as, as threats to his own security, his threats to his own personal safety. He's a dictator. He's been around for 22 years. Mm. Um, he's stolen enormous amounts of money. 
the Russian people are angry with him, mm -hmm. and he's watched dictators in other neighboring countries, in Kazakhstan and Belarus. In Kazakhstan, the dictator was overthrown. In Belarus, almost overthrown, only with the help of Putin's state in power. And he saw the writing on the wall. And so I, I, what I see Putin doing right now, this is, this is a wag the dog scenario. He's basically starting a war to distract the Russian people away from his own failings towards a foreign enemy because he's afraid of losing power. And if he loses power, he ends up going to jail and probably dying. And so he's not, I mean, yes, it's all crazy, this full, full frontal invasion, but he's just responding to his own fears. And, and that's what this is all about. And in the past, every time he's done one of these foreign interventions, it has, ra you know. It, it's, it's, it, it's, it's uncanny. If you look at the chart, Georgia, his, his um, approval ratings go up. Crimea, his approval ratings go up. And now the same, same thing here. It's just, it's almost like, uh, mechanical. He, he starts the war and he gets higher approval ratings. It's just so sick and sad. And, you know, Russian TV, Russian state media is saying now that the sinking of the ship, the Moskva, um, that that was the beginning of World War III. And they're including the United States in their threatening talk on Russian state TV. I just think you ought to know what Russian state TV is telling Russians about America, about the United States. Now, you know, we haven't put anybody in Ukraine. Not one boot is on the ground, which I told you at the beginning, because people were calling me up going, I don't want to go to war for Ukraine. Well, maybe you want to rethink that, but we didn't go to war for Ukraine. And it doesn't matter. They're still threatening us.